Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Quinlan. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Good evening, everybody. Yeah. We're in Lee's Summit. Lee's Summit tonight. And what a weekend it was. Huge crowd here tonight at our Lee's Summit High V Market Grill, one of those. We're just off Rice Road, not far from 50 Highway, where it's kind of 350 turns into 50. Uh, But we've got a a great crew here tonight. Uh, We also have a special show planned. It's our Salute to Service show. Um, But it's awesome to be here tonight at Hy-Vee. By the way, these Hy-Vee specials that happen every Monday night uh, at the participating Hy-Vees from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m., they're the 610 specials. You can check those out online. Plus, we've been uh, talking about this QR code. Make sure you take your phone, find the QR code, and scan that baby. It's easy to do because there's not just deals on there. There are super hot deals. And Weird Wolf knows they're the best. He's here tonight. The best uh, deals in the history of groceryness when you go to that QR code. Easy. Just uh, you see the uh, uh, shape of the letter H. Just go ahead and scan it two seconds, and it'll be worth those two seconds. When you do it, You'll know that. We've got great folks here tonight. The Red Coders are here. Snowstorm Sandy back off the disabled list. Uh, always like a celebrity show sometimes. Uh, the award-winning sports journalist from Lee Summit Blue Springs is here tonight, Fred Liggett. And uh, 
Brandon Nicole Johnson celebrating a second honeymoon. They're here tonight. Uh, so we get all kinds of stuff going on. All right, all right. There are instances, there are instances where the moment or the impact of a game has a lot more than just that single game. And we have experienced three of those already this year in the first 10 weeks of the season. Let's just think about it. The game in Philadelphia when the Chiefs beat the Eagles, Andy Reid became the first coach in NFL history to win 100 games with two separate franchises, right? That was huge. Okay, so that wasn't just about one game. That was a moment of history. We also saw it again later just last week when the Chiefs beat the Packers. We talked about catch Curly, and Curly Lambeau is one of the greatest uh, figures in the history of professional football. And Andy not only caught him, he passed him yesterday, but that was a big game to beat the Packers and to catch Curly Lambeau beating the Packers. That was huge. But yesterday, yesterday, in the span of 11 hours, the Chiefs went from worst to first in less than 12 hours. And that was huge. Okay, because let's just go over this. The Chargers lost. Okay, the Broncos lost. The Raiders lost. 41 to 14, and the Chiefs won. The Chiefs are in first place at 6 and 4 after 10 weeks. And really amazing when you check with most of the NFL pundits that have thought, oh, the Chiefs are gone and. Um, even like Brian Baldinger of NFL Network said it's a washed-up ex-champion. Like I said yesterday near the end of the broadcast, uh-oh, uh-oh, here are the Chiefs back. But when you put that performance together like the Chiefs did uh, last night, Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns in that game, over 400 yards passing. But more than that, he found nine different receivers in that game. And of his five touchdowns, they went to four different dudes. When you do that, you're able to put the hammer down. Noah Gray catching a touchdown pass. Byron Pringle, potato chips for everybody here tonight. Enjoy your potato chips. And then to uh, see Daryl Williams do what he did with 20 touches in that game for 144 yards, it was an epic performance. Uh, reminiscent of a lot of the, some of the great running backs we've had in the past, and the Chiefs were able to win that game 41-14. So again, sometimes a single game has much more meaning than just one game. This week now, this is the show where we pivot because now we get ready because we blew up the Death Star last night, right? They call that place the Death Star. Like I said on the radio, they, they don't mind being the villain. They want to be the villain. All right, well, so you blow up the Death Star. You guys are the bad guys. We're the good guys. You're gone. You're whatever. Now we go from the Death Star to the Blue Star because here comes the Dallas Cowboys, and the Preston Road Trophy is up for grabs. It's also our salute to service game, as I mentioned. It's kind of our Chiefs Kingdom salute to service show. Uh, and for our veterans that are here, we know Kent, the cake packer, a veteran. Just raise your hand of the folks here in the live audience. And those of you listening on the largest network in the NFL, take a bow. We salute you, you women and men who serve, have served, and you families uh, that pay the ultimate sacrifice. But we've got a great show because after we hear from Coach Andy Reid in just a second, 
we have Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker Bobby Bell. We are going to turn, we will turn Lee Summit into Canton, Ohio, but we're going to get into a side of Bobby Bell that you may not know that makes him even more special than having 26 interceptions in his career. So when we come back, the winningest coach in Chiefs history, Andy Reid, will be back from here, our Lee Summit location at Hy-Vee Market Grill just off Rice Road. Come join us, not far from 50 Highway. We'll be back with Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 2.57 to go in the first quarter. Mahomes fakes a handoff to Williams, now throws it left corner, and caught! Rashad, touchdown! Kansas City! Tyreek Hill, bling, bling, touchdown machine! An eight-yard reception, burning the Raiders on a corner route. It's an 89-yard touchdown drive. Welcome back to our Chiefs Kingdom show tonight uh, as we celebrate a victory over the Las Vegas Raiders, 41-14, to and now in first place in the AFC West, but getting ready to play the Dallas Cowboys. And with us, one of the top, you passed Curly now, you got a, the win last night to pass Coach uh, Lambeau, but with us is head coach Andy Reid of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to use your line. It was a beautiful thing. As you reviewed last night's victory, overall, your thoughts. Yeah, I love I love that all three phases contributed. I think that's that's important if you if you can build on that and, and keep that that going. Um, uh, you, you know, it's a tough uh, you have a tough team so um, to play against. And, and um, uh, you know, I just saw that I saw I saw the defense come out and do some things uh, against what I think is a real good offense, both run game and pass game. Uh, I saw the offense do some th- things uh, that we we hadn't done for a while um, against what I think is a good defense and and definitely a scheme that's given us trouble in the past. If I and might, then, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then special teams, uh, we did some nice things. Threw a wrinkle in there with a you know with a pass, so <laughs> off a punt look. So um, all in all, I, I you know that was. Uh, that was a good feeling as a head coach. Normally, as a head coach, you, you come out and if one phase is, isn't doing so well, you, you know you, you're never quite feeling like uh, it was a, it was as good as it could have been. So this one here felt like it was, it was pretty close to that. Tricky Dave Tobe. Tricky Dave Tobe. If I might, though, I want to go right to the trenches because when I do the play-by-play, I have to follow the football. But I love to review the video because that's when I get to watch the line play. Oh my goodness. Let's start with your offensive line. How good were those guys last night, and how much did they play with an attitude and took the fight to the opponent? Yeah, no, they listen. They they came out of the right frame of mind. Andy had a nice plan for them, and uh, Andy Heck that is, and um, and so they uh, they they really they executed. I thought well. They did it aggressively. Um, you know, and, and anyways, uh, I thought they you can't you can't have the yards we had without the offensive line doing well. I mean, you have 500 plus yards. Um, the O line's got to be doing their job, so they, I thought they did well. Mike ran it down to Wiley at right tackle. Now he started 37 times, but only one previous regular season start at right tackle. Then he started Super Bowl 55. He was thrust out there against Crosby. It looked like the Eastern Michigan spring game. But how good was Andrew Wiley last night, and how much did you help him? But how much did he fight? You know, what's crazy is we, we didn't help him a whole lot. 
Um, and, uh, I, you know, he had a couple that he'd want back, but I mean, for the most part, I thought he did a really respectable job. And that was a, that was a fight. I mean, that was a fight every snap and both Wiley is relentless and, and so is Crosby and they were just going after it. And that, that was, that was fun to see. I mean, that, that was good competition right there. Flipping it to the defensive line, Jaron Reed gets a push sack where he just collapsed the pocket. But how much of those Melvin Ingram stones a play? Those guys and what they're doing up front now and stringing some stuff together, how encouraged are you by that? Yeah, no, it's a positive. Listen, Jaron Reed, I, I, I've said all along, it was just kind of a matter of time with him and until he got used to the defense. And, and uh, you're seeing here the last few games just, what he's all about and um, his attitude is, is great. I mean, he doesn't say a whole lot and I mean, he's a dog in there now. He just, he's going to keep bringing it. And, and then Ingram has been a good addition. I just think for the room, uh, his maturity, uh, leadership, those type of things have been, have been good. And, you know, he's a strong kid. We know that from playing against him and you got to see it last night. I mean, Get the running back. That running back's a load, and and kid went down. So I mean, it was he's a good football player, smart. What does it say about Ingram as a pro? Got to interview him last night. I said for nine seasons I was prepping my boards against you. It's kind of fun to have you on our side. But the fact that he's been able to plug and play, and I think you alluded to it last week, not just from a football sense, but it seems like he's plugging right into the locker room. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I had heard that he was a good leader. Gus Bradley, who is actually the Raiders defensive coordinator, had been a longtime coordinator with Chargers. And uh, Gus and I know each other well, and, and he loved he loves Ingram. And just said, you know, you can't you can't buy that kind of leadership and, and uh, love for the game. So, I mean, all of that. And he's, listen, he's getting up there in years, but he, He's still a productive player, and uh, and he gets a, he gets a lot of snaps with us, which he wants to do. He wants to play the game. That's that's what you love about. Him. And mixed in with uh, you know Big Chris and and then Frank. I mean that's a that's a nice combination in there to have. Getting over now to the skill guys, if you will, but but Kels's role last night, his third down catches, and then his ability. You were using him a little bit to block and then release. But it looks like a few new wrinkles in there for Kels last night. How good did that work? And just about him competing and getting those third down conversions. Yeah, he did a nice job with those. Um, and, and we do. I mean, we have certain things where we ask him to chip away. And and then, you know, he, he does a nice job with that. And uh, But, uh, you know, his, his production after catches is a thing that amazes me, especially since he's getting up there in years. Um but he he's really a productive ball carrier when, when the ball's in his hand. So getting him something short, and maybe it's a two to five yard catch, um, he can turn that thing into uh, <clears throat> you know a first down. So um, we try to utilize that the best of our ability. And I know I'm buzzing around here, but after watching the video, I get so excited. The DBs playing it seems like with a whole lot more confidence. Fenton's play last night on your former player, uh, to get that ball knocked out after after a 40-yard gain. But then Snead, uh, just how much is their confidence rising for them to make plays and now stacking up? 
Yeah, yeah. I'd also say that the one on offense too was Tyreek. I don't want to slate him on what he did. And then uh, Snead, I think, is um, uh, his open field tackling was was really special last night. That's a hard thing to do in this league against these skilled players, and for him to be able to make those tackles was big. And then <clears throat> uh, Fenton, um, Fenton is a unique character because he's very quiet he's like everybody's little brother and uh then on game day he turned you know he, he kind of transfers into this beast and he's got a short memory he had one that he'd like to have back but then uh with the pass interference and all that stuff so um and then he comes back and makes makes a great play so it's you gotta have a short memory when you're out there at the corner spot and and he has that and he's really you know putting together a pretty good year for us it's just fun to see their confidence rise week by week, this whole defense and those DBs. Patrick, last night, just how good was he uh, in a, the ability to recognize, be efficient, uh, and not make plays, especially with what uh, Gus Bradley was throwing at him? Yeah, so Gus does a nice job. He was mixing up single safety, middle, quarters, you know, cover four, and, um, and man, and and man, he's doubling people here and there. So he was throwing a few different curveballs in there. Um, but I thought Pat hung in there. I thought he he did a nice job with it. He utilizes checkdowns, which are important in this offense. Um, and then he took shots when he, he thought he had available players down the field. So um, it just looked like he was he was in control, and that's. Uh, that's always a good thing with your quarterback. But nine different receivers targeted and catches. Four different guys had touchdowns. How important is that, not just for last night, but as we move ahead and even get ready for the Dallas Cowboys this week to have that much productivity from that many guys? Yeah, it's important. Uh, I mean, Dallas is a good football team, and we, we've got some good football teams down the stretch here. So we, we've the more <clears throat> the more guys that can show – and be a part of it, uh, the tougher it is on defenses. Uh, you talk about spreading the field. It's one thing to spread the field, but now utilizing the guys that are spreading the field for you um, uh, becomes important. And so, um, you know, that you can't just cover one guy, but we've got a handful of them that you got to really respect there. You're talking about Gus Bradley throwing you some wrinkles last night or throwing Patrick some wrinkles. Seemed like you had a few for him, too. There were D-Rob screen. Uh, you were able to attack with the running backs. You were mentioning a different. Uh, how much of that was, hey, let's throw him some backdoor sliders here for you structurally? Well, I mean, listen, he, he knows this offense. And, <laughs> and we, we kind of know that defense. And, and so he's going to throw you some wrinkles. We knew that. And we're going to throw him some wrinkles just so we're not throwing the same thing at each other over all these games that we've played and uh, against them. So uh, that's how it goes. You know, that's how he remember he was a charger. So he's been in this in the AFC West here for, for quite a few years. It's fascinating though. And I love the competition and to see the chess game going back and forth is awesome to see it. Noah Gray gets a touchdown, big play, fourth down, goal to go. You decide let's rip. Uh, he was able to complete that. I remember how excited I got at OTAs watching him. Uh, but what about your ability to say we're going and then to go and to target Gray? Yeah, well, he 
he gave you an opportunity to do that uh, with the route he ran. He had a tight outside leverage defender on him, and he kind of widened the guy and then struck off him, and the guy was still hanging a little bit on his left shoulder there. Uh, really, his right shoulder would end up being his right shoulder, but on his left side. And um, and he did a, you know, he did a nice job, a nice job of focusing on the ball. The ball was just a little bit behind. It's one of those traffic throws that's coming out of a lot of garbage there. Pass just trying to work through seams, and uh, um, so it, it was a nice grab, great concentration on it, and you could see by. Uh, the way the team responded that the guys like him, uh, they were all jumping on him. So that's also a plus. I'm not sure about his celebration. I, mean, I got to kind of take a second look at that. <laughs> Hang, banging the ball on his head or whatever he's doing. I, yeah. I figure that one. Yeah. Duke. It must be a Duke thing. Yeah. <laughs> it must be a Duke thing. Uh, Darrell Williams, goodness, 20 touches, 144 yards. He ran it. He blocked, he caught it. Gets a jump ball against Abram, which is hard to do. Just how good has Darrell Williams been this season, and how much is he improving? Yeah, listen, Darrell, we've all known Darrell, as you do. I mean, we've all known that he's a good football player. It's just a matter of getting in there and having opportunities. And, and um, you know, he gives you a little different flavor than the other guys, just with the power part of it. He's big, he's strong, he'll drop his shoulder on you, um, runs hard. And, and he does have good hands. I mean, we, we've seen enough of the short game to know that. Uh, that one last night was special, though. I mean, that was that was a tough one. Tyreek was proud of it. Uh, looked like Tyreek going up after that thing or Kels. But, but yeah. do you brings out a question I want to ask you. Everybody thinks a check down is kind of like, well, a con, you're conceding the play. But how much now, I mean, you're getting some plays out of him and the other RBs when you're checking down, but you're getting double-digit plays out of it. How big is that for the offense, especially against some of this too-high stuff you're seeing almost every week? Yeah, it, it ends up being huge. I mean, your check downs, your flats, uh, things over the ball, those are all important. Um, whether it's there, a tight end, a receiver on a shorter route, you have to be able to do that. You've got short, intermediate, and long, and you've got to be be very well balanced at, at throwing those and catching those and um, in this offense. We're going to let you go, but first I can't uh, – boy, what a big game coming up this week. For 14 years, you slugged it out against the Dallas Cowboys in the same division. We played them in 13 here, played them in 17 there. Here we come back in 2021. They were great yesterday. The Dallas Cowboys in – Probably the biggest game in the NFL again this week. Your thoughts overall setting on a Monday night as we get ready for another big Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so they're they are a good football team. They're they're balanced. They've got a tremendous offense and defense. They've got good special teams. Um, you know, this is why we do this thing. You, you love the opportunity to challenge yourself, and I can't wait to. You know, I, I'm so glad that we're able to play here in Arrowhead and, uh, uh, you know, in front of our fans. But that blue star, I mean, you, you battled it for 14 years in the same division, 28 times. Uh, that blood's got to flow, man. When those, those yeah. guys are all out there. 28 times plus a couple of playoff games. So, yeah. uh, it was a lot of, a lot of games against the Cowboys and, um, you know, that's a special rivalry there with the Eagles and the Cowboys. All right, Coach, thanks for being with us, and uh, go get them this week.
All right, hide those redheads out there, Mitch. <laughs> they're, they're out there, Coach. Thank you. Head Coach Andy Reid, when we come back, we'll have a little Canton, Ohio flavor. Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Bell will be my guest when we return. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Williams. They fake the hand. They loft the pass. Touchdown, Kansas City. The cheetah tastes the sweet nectar in the back of the end zone for the second time in this game. A perfect fake by Patrick Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill was wide open. He could have ran down Las Vegas Boulevard. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Lee Summit. Little sleep deprived tonight. I think I said I want to get the Ward Road, right? Ward Road. Let's get it right here in Lee Summit. We're just off Ward Road and just off 50 Highway. When 350 turns into 50, it gets kind of weird. But that's okay. We're having fun tonight and uh, celebrating a 41 to 14 victory over the Raiders. Andy Reid lookalike guy is here tonight. Amazing. Andy Reid lookalike guy <laughs> is here tonight. Uh, and we don't have a Bobby Bell impersonator here tonight. We've got the real thing. And by the way, check that QR code around Hy-Vee's, wherever you're listening. Scan your phone to that QR code. It's in the shape of an H. It will make your week. Uh, some of the not only deals, they are super hot deals. Now we're going to turn Lee Summit, Missouri, into Canton, Ohio, for just a few minutes, because this young man is one of the few human beings on the earth that is in not only the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He is also in the College Football Hall of Fame when he was a national champion with the Minnesota Gophers. His jersey's retired for us. It's retired for the University of Minnesota. A three-time Pro Bowler, 26 interceptions, six pick six, six, six pick sixes, two other defensive touchdowns, actually one on an uh, onside kick that he returned, but truly one of the more phenomenal linebackers and really overall players in the history of professional football. Ladies and gentlemen, a big Chiefs Kingdom cheer for Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Bell. What's up? And you didn't know Andy Reid was going to show up. We was on the screen. I couldn't believe that, you know. It's a big deal when Andy Reid shows up for your segment. I need to get a picture with him. I was coming from Canton, Ohio one day, and me and Pam was. And I looked up, the captain come out, <laughs> looked just like <laughs> I said, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> this can't be true. I took a picture with him, and I showed it to him. Looked just like him, man. I said, oh. Yeah, this guy's so, got the mannerisms down Oh, perfectly. man, he got it every down. I couldn't believe it. Well, having it down, I want to ask you first about the present time and this present Chiefs team, and then we're going to get into some really awesome stuff that it deals with salute to service. Uh, with Bobby and really how he's dedicated his life to it. But this Chiefs defense now is starting to come around. And your thoughts overall, what you saw last night against the Raiders and what you're seeing over the last couple of weeks? Well, the last couple of weeks, you know, the defense, I'm glad that they got them lost games behind them because now it's time. It's halfway through. They got they started building. I like what they're doing. You know, they, they, changed, they made some changes, and it worked, you know. And they realize now that we can't go out and score 40 points every game. They got to be able to play, and, and they came by. The offense 
work, the defense click, the special team click, and I'm sitting there going, man, now we're playing like it's supposed to be. And they're building. And the games that are coming up, we're still in it. You know, we, like you said, we went from here to the top. Don't want to be down there. That, and I think the guys like it. They like being on the top, not down here, because they got to be at talking and answering the question. I can't answer all the questions either. Everybody's going, what's going on? You know, I say, hey, nothing. They're going to get it together. And they did. That's what, it's, that's what I like about it, you know. Yeah, this whole crew out here tonight, they kind of like being on top too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. And, boy, we got a rowdy group now. I mean, Andy Reid showed up and everybody went nuts. Uh, <laughs> but I want to uh, – you were part of one of the greatest defenses in the history of professional football. And honestly, I think it's underrated uh, when you look at it compared to his, I mean, when you comparatively to other defenses, but you had all three levels up front. You had hall of famers. You had buck, you had curly there in the middle. There was two, uh, three pro bowlers, but two hall of famers with Willie and you and Jimmy Lynch. And then you had pro football hall of famers in the secondary with Robinson and Emmett. You had all three levels. So, what about this defense now starting to show that maybe it's putting together all three levels and how necessary? Well, that's great, you know. Just like you said, you know, on the front we had the Buck and all them guys. All of them was like Hall of Fame. Now everything's clicking. They got everybody back that's not hurt, you know, the team. They moved, the, you know, Johnson over back. They moved, you know, they're checking it out. The, the defense is working. They all plan like a team. Everybody participates. At one time, you know, everybody asked me, is they one-on-one? No, they plan together. They're helping each other. And then, hey, I like it. I like the defense now, and I just want them to continue to build off of this, you know. Don't make any more mistakes and stuff. Just build and build. And, hey, I love it. You look at them. They love playing the game. That's what it's all about. They love playing that game. I could see that last night, Bobby. Hey, it's great. And the confidence was starting to just boom up, you know. But how much did you guys – I just think it's so underrated when you look at that Super Bowl IV championship defense and not just that group, but those years in that era. But how much did you guys have to work together? How much would Buck turn around at you and then you're looking around at Johnny or or (laughs) Emmett or Freddie Williamson? Well – you got to understand, we didn't have, a th- what, 32 players. <laughs> and crazy. most of the people don't realize it, you know. I tell them something. I say, I, I was on the field 85% of the time. They go, what? How you do that? Because I played all the defense, and I played the special teams, you know. I, I snapped the ball on punts, field goal, extra point. I never come off the field hardly, you know. They say, but I'm involved in the game all the time. And we had – we had, like, quarterbacks, Johnny Robinson, all these guys on that, everybody, Willie Lynn. We look, at the, we look at the offense. We used to check off just as much as it's the offense and on a defensive team. And you look around, you know, and Jim Kearney, you know, everybody, Emmett Thomas, they'd be saying, hey, man, you got to watch so-and-so. You got to watch. I said, you got him? You got the side? They try to talk to each other. And when they sort of communicate with each other out there, they, hey, they make some big plays, you know. Don't overdo it. And I love it the way they – I love the way they're playing now, Mitch. It's just unbelievable. I love to see it. And I love the way the offense is playing too. They, at first, you know, I look at the 
the other team defense, they started playing four guys deep. They were getting 26 yards down. They was giving us that front stuff. And, you know, Patrick's plowing, realize it. Take the short stuff, you know. I could I just, I, last, I don't know. I was just happy last night. <laughs> I didn't have to run up and down the steps. I stayed and I said, God, this is it, man. This, they coming too, man. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, they're not out of it now. They got to beat Oakland again. They got to beat Denver twice, which they can do, you know. And they got to beat the, the Chargers. And they're still in it. Don't be coming down. It's good. I love it. Stay up there. I want to ask you, here in Lee's Summit, uh, of course, they like a lot of Mizzou Tiger fans here. Oh. Uh, Nick Bolton, the oh. rookie linebacker right now, is the top rookie linebacker in tackles. He's got 25 more tackles than anybody on our team. But then also Willie Gay Jr., who reminds me, you know, he's not your size, but he reminds me of the way you played, how explosive you were. Um, and we see that explosion not only from Nick, we see it from Willie Gay Jr. When you look at these two young linebackers, what are your thoughts and what they could be? Well, <clears throat> they are doing, I mean, they, they might make a couple mistakes, but they are so, they love, I mean, they got the energy to play, to make them plays, you know. They, they don't want to mess up. They, they just, oh, that's looking around, they're checking with each other. I love it, you know. And the way they play, they got the enthusiasm to just, hey, they want to play this game. And they, I just, I just, I don't know how you say it, you know. I'm excited about them. I'm they, excited too. I'm looking forward to it. You've been on the <laughs> show before. You know how it works. When you get a defense to play like that, it's time to put the oh. hammer down. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, you, I'm you sorry. You and with. Oh, I thought you wanted me to. <laughs> Oh, your, man. your bodyguard's here tonight. We're oh. about ready to send you home with her if you keep pounding this table. <laughs> I, I thought you – oh, I oh, missed yeah. it, man. No, no, we're good. We're still uh, – you, you sure yeah. now? You know. No, you just hit the Lee Summit West volleyball team. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, man. Anyway, put the hammer down. Put the, you okay. put the hammer down. You know you put the hammer down. <laughs> oh. Anyway, now, how much did you have fun watching putting the hammer down on the Raiders? Oh. It was like you doing it in the final AFL game in that AFL championship game in 1969. You guys – 1969. Dominated. Oh, I, I, I was going to show you. Huh? All right. I have today, I sent uh, a, my ticket that I got in 1969. You know, my season ticket. Boom. Dang. How much do you think I paid, to, paid for that ticket? This is a ticket you. Back in 1969 against mm -hmm. the Raiders. Huh? The gets five bucks from the red coaters here. We're gonna auction. We're gonna have a five. What was uh, it? Six dollars. How'd you handle that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the same ticket, this the same ticket. If you went to buy today, my season tickets, you know. Uh, yeah, was that thirty? No, six hundred. It was the bonus Jack Stedman gave you. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, ten you bucks. Know, hey, hey, a ticket. Hey, we had uh, this one. Me and Jack Stedman didn't get along. <laughs> I know. We've had that discussion. That's, that's off that's the air. That's another story. Okay. That's another story. <laughs> yeah, that's and a that is story. off air. <laughs> that's off the air. We can't we're, talk about that. We're going to pivot. This guy, <laughs> this guy, we all know, is a special guy. But he's even more special than you know. And when we come back, we're going to find out about that on our Salute to Service Chiefs Kingdom show. We're going to the Hy-Vee in Lee Summit just off.
Ward Road uh, near 50 Highway. But we'll be back with more with Pro Football Hall of Famer Bobby Bell after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Snap back, they fake it, and a pass caught by Noah Gray in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Noah Gray, keep that football as you spike it. It is your first National Football League touchdown, and the Chiefs cash in on fourth down and goal to go at the one. Hey. Huge play. Again at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Lee's Summit, just off Ward Road, not far from 50 Highway. A great location, huge crowd tonight. Uh, Andy Reid lookalike guy is here, uh, enjoying the specials. You can throughout uh, the Hy-Vees in the Kansas City metro area and at any Hy-Vee. Um, and our large network tonight, the largest in the NFL, make sure you scan that QR code. Also, uh, Bobby Bell with us tonight, of course, the Pro Football Hall of Famer. <clears throat> And his appearance is presented by Hellsburg Diamonds. Thanks to Hellsburg Diamonds, serving the Chiefs Kingdom for over 100 years. I don't know what we're doing the other 38 years because this is our 62nd year <laughs> of existence. But 200 uh, locations nationwide had a chance to meet Mr. Hellsburg uh, this past week at their Entrepreneurial Academy. So great folks at Hellsburg, and we're going to take care of Bobby. Bobby gets a little something for being here. And Bobby deserves a little something. Uh, so... I want to ask you, we're going to pivot now, because Bobby has been nominated by the Kansas City Chiefs for the USAA Salute to Service Award. All 32 teams, all 32 teams nominate someone uh, from their organization, present or past, uh, for that award. Now, we're going to get into one of the more unique stories that I didn't know that much about, about Bobby Bell, because throughout his entire life, he has made this salute to service. We're wearing hoodies tonight but made it really a part of his life. I'm going to take you back to 1968, to Vietnam. Wow. You went to the USO tour. <laughs> it was the first day of the Tet Offensive from the enemy uh, in the Vietnam War. You were trapped there, Bobby. Now, they couldn't get you out. You were with some other players. What happened during that time and... When did you get the message that, wait a minute, we're not going back to the States anytime soon? Well, it was, <laughs> it was kind of nervous. You know, we flew over there, and, you know, and the next thing you know, they said, hey, we're going to have curfew. I said, curfew? I said, wait a minute, hold it. We just came over here to visit the soldiers and stuff like that. Jack Kemp was my roommate. Mm. And uh, I said, why are we going to curfew? So one, the colonel said, we're going to have dinner at 4 o'clock instead of 8 o'clock because we need to get you back into the hotel. We stayed in the Fortuna Hotel, and uh, I said, oh, man, we couldn't live on the first two floors because that's, they can put hand grenades up there. So, and I, I was going through it. I was wondering, I came 21 hours of flying to get over here, and now we got a curfew. And, so, and I kind of, no, this is not really. And all at once, we had dinner at early 4 o'clock. About 6 o'clock, it was gone. We, we were hearing sh boom, 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 boom. And the MP that I met at the front gate, I took pictures with him because he's going, his parents is in Canton, Ohio. I said, yeah, I go to, when I go back to the, pro, uh, the, 
back to Canton, and I said, I'll give them a call and stuff. Next thing I know, three days later, I found out that they shot him and killed him at the front thing. Mm. And I'm telling you, it's, it's, it was scary. I mean, I was there to see them at night shooting, boom, 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 you know, and daytime, everything quietened down. And the second day, the third day, the fourth day, all, we lost all the electricians because they had our generators ran out of gas. So now the hotel is hot, no, no, no way to cook food and stuff like that. We've eaten canned rashes five or six days. No outside contacts now. That's what I have. I went through the first seven, eight days and I had no idea what was going to happen. Finally, we got out. They let us out, and I, we got an opportunity to visit some of the place they called the hospital and stuff like that, you know. I got a chance to go through and see some of the, the, the troops, and I tell you, my hat's off to them. Mm. And that's when I really realized, man, this is something else. I didn't get to, I, t I tell people, I line up across the line play football. These guys will put their lives on the line every day. Every breath. The flags don't fly because of the wind. It flies because of the guy's breath and the dodge, I'm telling you. And every time, and every time I get an opportunity to meet any guys in the Army, Navy, I'm all over. And I'm, I see them. I started traveling. And the thing about it, Bob Holt, I got to visit with Bob Holt. He talked to me about that all the time. You get the opportunity, Bobby, you need to visit the troops all over. And I, that's what I did. I wow. started doing that. And, you know, I, during the Vietnam, it took them 20-some days plus days to get me out, out of there. And I saw, I mean, I'm telling you, it's not a joke. And everybody asked me, would I go back? And I said, yes. And I did go back. I went to Panama. I was all over the world traveling. And every opportunity I get to visit with the troops anywhere, uh, any town, any place, I was out for them. And I have, I don't show people this, but 1968, oh uh, God, this is, I travel all over the world. I don't think I look at that. So Bobby Bell has just handed me his uh, Department of Defense card uh, that they gave you as a Department of Defense entertainer from January of 1968. No, look on the back of it. On the back of it. It is, they gave you a rank? My rank. Tell them what my rank is. Well, you started a major. You went all the way to Colonel. You're Colonel Bobby Bell. That's right. We've got to go to break, but just quickly, Bobby, what does it mean to you that the Kansas City Chiefs nominated you for the Salute to Service Award from USAA? Well, the thing is, the whole thing, hey, it's not for football. I, I, th I want to thank the Kansas City Chiefs for nom nom nominate me. I got all kinds of awards. You name them, I got them from playing football. And this is, this is the top of the pyramid for me because I, I do Whiteman Air Force Base, I go down there. The flyover, the B-52, I know all these guys. I know them personally.
I know the, all the flyover. I know it, if I see them on the field sideline, I get them, I bring them upstairs on the team and introduce them to everybody. So, and every time they fly over, the first thing they do, they say, hey, where's Bobby Bell? Because here, I'm bringing them around to show Because I, ooh, people just, they do this for us to live over here peaceful. You don't want to fight over here and our troops goes over there to protect us. And every time you get the opportunity to visit with anybody, tell them thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <clears throat> but I think we know he's much bigger than that for what he has done throughout his life. We'll be back to close things out. Big hand here for Bobby Bell, Pro Football Hall of Famer tonight with us in the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Back after this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Snap back, they fake it, and a pass caught by Noah Gray in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Noah Gray, keep that football as you spike it. It is your first National Football League touchdown, and the Chiefs cash in on fourth down and goal to go at the one. Can't get enough Noah Gray, you heard it twice. Noah didn't have two touchdowns, he had one, but you heard it twice. Also, Bobby Bell, our guest tonight. Special, the, the folks here at the Hy-Vee Inley Summit have been phenomenal. Again, off Ward Road, just off uh, 50 Highway, they've been fantastic. We just have two minutes left on the show, but Bobby Bell with us. I have to ask you, with Dallas in town, really quickly, whenever you play the Cowboys, it conjures up all of that. Uh, Dallas Texan Cowboy stuff. They wanted to wipe us out and take us out of existence. I know. You know, Lamar had to flip a coin, he had to leave. So now he's, he likes to go back and beat them. <laughs> Chiefs well, like to beat them out. You know. That's one coin flip. I'm glad he lost because that made him the Kansas City, City Chiefs. That's right. Yeah, otherwise it would be the Dallas Cowboy Chiefs, Cowboys Dallas. Uh, anyway, it ought to be a lot of fun. It, again, is the biggest game on the planet on Sunday afternoon as the Chiefs taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Thank you so much for being well, with us tonight, sir. Thank you. And thank you to the Kansas City fans, you know. <clears throat> A standing ovation tonight for Bobby Bell and well-deserved in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And thank you to him. Again, this is our salute to service game this week. A lot of you, our Red Coders, of course, do so much for our franchise that are here tonight. Uh, but even teaching the little ones. I love it when we have our kids. Sophie Bug is here tonight again, the biggest, uh, best fourth grader in Belton, Missouri. We have some other kids. But when they see uh, someone like Bobby Bell and what he has meant, not only to our franchise but to our country, it becomes something that can be passed on to generations. So one more cheer tonight for Bobby Bell, Pro Football Hall of Famer, and what he has done. He is the Kansas City Chiefs Salute to Service USAA nominee for this award and it, uh, it is phenomenal. Okay, we're going to celebrate this uh, victory next week over the Cowboys to go 7-4. and four. We'll be in Overland Park. We'll be in Overland Park on 135th Street. That is near the Blue Valley District Complex, a big site of a big game, Blue Valley West against Blue Valley Northwest in the semis to go to state in Kansas 6A. Just down the street is that high V on 135th Street. It'll be awesome. Lee Summit North, Fred Lickett's covering them. They're playing CDC this week, CBC in St. Louis. And the Grain Valley Eagles are here tonight. Uh, they get a big shout-out to all of our high school teams. Thanks to Bobby Bell. Thanks to Andy Reid. Thanks for fake Andy Reid for being here tonight. Thanks to all of you on this Chiefs Kingdom show. 
on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Fesco in the morning, every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 